Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm actually going to share part of an old episode with you that I think will really speak to you and touch so many of your hearts. It is basically about how this time of year can cause us to over everything, over consume, overspend, instead of allowing ourselves to choose rest and choose just love and being present in the moment with the people we love and remembering what the season's about. So I'm going to share a part of the book, Present Over Perfect with You by author Sharna Nyquist, because it really speaks to the heart of what so many of us experience at this time and how we can do it different than what the world is telling us to do. So take a listen. Welcome to Faith Field Woman, a podcast designed for Christian women eager to deepen their faith and shine God's light in every aspect of their lives. Each week, we'll delve into practical strategies, inspiring stories, and biblical wisdom to equip you with the tools you need to navigate life's challenges and grow deeper in your faith. From finding calm in the chaos, forming deep Christian friendships, to everyday ways to connect with God, we'll cover it all. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I'm an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Let's be encouraged in our everyday lives as we let our faith guide us, fuel us, and fill us with God's incredible peace, wisdom, and joy in our lives. Beautiful friends, this is Kristen, your host of Spark of Faith. And today I actually want to talk about just how crazy the season gets and what the season's really about. I know we all know that, but it's really hard to stay or to put that in perspective. And one of my favorite authors is Shauna Nyquist. She's written lots of books. One of them's called Bread and Wine. It's not, you know, her most recent one, but she taught, she has a section in the book called Present Over Perfect. And I love how she starts it because it's about Christmas time and I want to share it with you. And then we're going to, um, we're going to share two excerpts from that chapter. And then I will talk about this time of year. She starts off and says, here we are again, Christmas time. I'm certainly not the first to point out the irony that it's during Christmas time that we find ourselves most tempted to abandon Christ-likeness in favor of overspending, overdoing, and overconsuming. But I find it to be true. The season that centers around the silent, holy night, the simple baby, and the star very quickly becomes the season in which we over everything, overspend, overeat, overindulge, overcommit, and all in the name of celebration. I fall into it every year. In this particular year, I was falling even a little bit deeper than the previous years because we had a newborn. Because my husband was involved in the Christmas services at our church, which meant he was out almost every night in December for rehearsals and programs. Because I had agreed to speak at several events in Atlanta and Dallas, even though it meant taking a nine-week-old with me. And then she goes on and she shares, I I co-hosted a party and one of the things I brought was frozen meatballs. I was planning, of course, to make them from scratch, but it was too much for me, too much time and energy. I don't have it this time of year. And of course, no one cared. That's a lesson in this for people like me who sometimes get wound up about doing things perfectly. 90% of the people in your life won't know the difference between, say, fresh and frozen or handmade and store-bought. And the 10% who do notice are just as stressed out as you are, and your willingness to choose simplicity just might set them free to do the same. Then she wraps up that section and says this, When things are too crazy, the only voices I hear are the voices of fear and shame. I stop being able to hear the voice of God, the voice of rest, the voice of hope and healing and restoration, the voice that gives new life to dry old bones. Instead, I hear that old song I've heard all my life. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. But that voice is a lie and it's a terrible guide. When I listen to it, 
I burn the candle at both ends and try to light the middle while I'm at it. The voice of God invites us to full, whole living, to rest, to abundance, to enough, to say no, to say no more, to say, I'm going to choose to live wholly and completely in the present, even though this ragged, rundown person I am right now is so far from perfect. And then she says, let's be courageous in these days. Let's choose love and rest and grace. Let's use our minutes and hours to create memories of the people we love instead of dragging them on one more errand or shushing them while we accomplish one more seemingly necessary thing. Let's honor the story, this silent night, the angels, the miracle child, the simple birth, with each choice that we make. Oh, my goodness. First of all, it's so true. We do get caught up in the crazy. So many of us, at least. Whether we're somebody that you know just has a lot of commitments, or we work until the very last seconds before Christmas time, or maybe you are in the church and much like she explained her husband, he was busy, busy all the time with rehearsals and getting ready. And I have found that while I still do stay busy, I try to make sure I'm fitting in things that will, will make us um, have more memories and laughs and really cherish uh, you know, Christmas and what it's about. And then I've found strategies that help. So for instance, when I make cookie dough, I never make one batch anymore. I will make a double or triple batch at least. The reason is, is I will actually wrap most of it into parchment paper and then put it in Ziploc bags and label it. And I'll either put it in the fridge or freezer so that by the week of Christmas or two weeks before Christmas, I'll start having a, you know, a big supply of different types of doughs so that when I have someone coming over or I want to give out, you know, cookies to a neighbor, I just take out that uh, dough and I cut it or I let it fall out a little bit and then I shape it. So I don't have all the mess each time I go to make one batch or, you know, one, uh, I guess, batter of cookies. And it's things like that. So coming up with strategies so that I'm less frazzled and I have less of a mess more days. But I would just say to you, what is it that'll let you realize you can let go and things don't have to be perfect? Because like Shauna's example, most of us do not care if you have the time and you can be intentional with your, whatever it is you do, right? Your gifting or your cooking or your, your kind note to somebody. Absolutely do it. That's amazing. But don't do it detriment of your sanity. Don't do it to the detriment of your, you know, your day. Um, I mean, there's times where I make every or a lot of my food from scratch for a party. And there's other times when I have to figure out what is kind of the main star or the thing that I really enjoy putting together or making, and what are the things where I can have shortcuts or, you know, have it prepped. And I find this all the time. If I have friends over and they're bringing dishes to share, if they bought it from the store, they literally apologize for going to the store and picking it up instead of trying to cram and making it at some ungodly hour between working and other commitments. We need to get away from that, you know, like feeling like we're not enough or good enough because we didn't have time to whip up a a 10 course meal or something. So I would just say simple is the name of the game at this point. So do what makes you happy, do what brings you joy. And it feels like you're loving on other people, not like you're 
taking away even from your own, you know, enjoying the time yourself. Thanks again for listening to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast because it helps our show get discovered by more people. And if you'd like to be encouraged in your faith and in your life, go on to kristenfitch.com and sign up to get my newsletter. I have lots of freebies and lots of inspiration and encouragement that'll be coming your way. And I would love it if you joined part of our community.